I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Elon Musk's brainchild is growing up. Neuralink, Musk's brain implant startup, which was started back in 2016, is looking for its first volunteer for human trials. After all, in May this year, the startup received FDA approval for the human study of brain implants. This human trial aims to safely collect data from patients' premotor cortex, the part of the brain that controls the movements of your arms and hands. And to do this, a part of the patient's skull will be completely removed, and a series of wires and electrodes will be inserted into the brain tissue, and then the gap will be covered by a coin-sized computer. Think about it, though. Would you put Neuralink's coin-sized computer in your brain? I would happily back out. But anyway, the ideal candidate for the trial is someone under forty with four paralyzed limbs. So yes, the trial is hoping to convert thoughts into computer commands. In earlier animal trials, they taught monkeys to play simple games with their minds, and now they hope to incorporate high-speed typing and cursor control. The trial also hopes to restore autonomy to those. with neurological conditions such as paralysis and strokes by treating spine and brain injuries along the way and well this is musk's third run at turning science fiction into reality after tesla and spacex musk even claims that the general public will soon be able to live out the matrix dream or the dystopia of instantly downloading knowledge uploading one's thoughts and turning people into cyborgs now i know that sounds completely ridiculous But consider this: Neuralink is the best-funded brain tech company, having raised five hundred million dollars since it was founded. Meaning, Musk can put his money where his mouth is. That's another discussion that he is prone to exaggeration, and his mouth runs faster than the money flows in. But there's one thing: Neuralink failed to fulfill one of its promises of beginning human trials by 2020, and the company has been overtaken by its competitors. Its primary rival, Synchron. Beated to clinical trials in 2019, and contrary to Neuralink, Synchron has advocated a less invasive approach by sending its device into the brain through blood capillaries, meaning it has had to face less regulatory red tape. Synchron's implants have also allowed people with paralysis to use computers, text through WhatsApp, and even fist bump Obama. It has been backed by some of the competing billionaires Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. betting it will go to the market before musk's startup but neuralink is still the biggest player in town in fact it has received approval for 11 more procedures in 2024 and according to bloomberg it plans to conduct more than 22000 implants by 2030 whether neuralink will meet its timelines or not that's a discussion for another day for the next few minutes you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hello i'm manaswini and this is the deep dive for 9th november 2023 about a month ago on this podcast we discussed how the chinese government celebrates its gaming industry hailing it as a source of national pride despite its crippling fear that the same industry's creations e-sports and video games may contribute to internet addiction 
We also briefly touched on how local Chinese governments have been subsidizing video game companies partly to boost the domestic gaming market which if you recall happens to be the largest gaming market in the world. Now the Chinese government has one more reason to wear a satisfied grin. The made in China video games are steadily tiptoeing towards the spotlight in the global market and increasingly as the Wall Street Journal notes edging out games made by American and Japanese companies. Now that's something right numbers are here and they show promise according to market intelligence firm Sensor Tower almost a third of the highest grossing mobile games outside of China are developed by Chinese companies and in the first half of 2023 the top 100 Chinese mobile games earned 2 billion dollars in the United States so now naturally since money is pouring in the big shot Chinese companies are looking to spread their wings Tencent and NetEase are taking stake in foreign studios and aggressively poaching global talent with mouth-watering paychecks. In fact, the Chinese studio behind Genshin Impact, the free-to-play video game that burst onto the scene in 2020 and became a surprise global smash hit, underwent a rebranding last year. The company changed its name from MiHoYo to a more western-friendly name, HoYoVerse, with the apparent goal of global expansion. But for that matter, let's talk a little bit about MiHoYo's Genshin Impact. This game and its global success so much so that it is not uncommon for smartphone reviewers to gauge how well a device handles this game offers us some vital clues into how the Chinese video games are winning the hearts and minds of gamers outside China. As of August 2023, Genshin Impact had over 66 million monthly players. But give it a thought, doesn't the name of the title Genshin Impact seem more Japanese than Chinese? Not only that, the game to an extent also mimics japanese aesthetics with its anime style art if nothing else this quirk of popular chinese video games adopting foreign aesthetics gives us a window into the past of the chinese gaming industry you see for decades japanese and american studios outsourced art and design work to the chinese companies so naturally over the years they master the craft and style and now they are bundling it with their strength in mobile gaming a sector where the japanese and americans are lacking to develop new games which are winning over gamers worldwide and frankly i won't be stretching it if i say that the chinese companies have a fair shot at conquering the 190 billion dollar global video game market because they have an industry in place already they've got a solid domestic market a thriving esports club culture and a big advantage when it comes to designing games for mobiles It may even become another talking point in the US China conflict. But there's another thing that I realized today. Video games have been outturning movies for quite some time now. And it can be argued that video gaming has as much cultural influence as Hollywood if not more. And who gets to control culture is always a political question. So the point is Chinese video game makers might be scrutinized in the West for political censorship and data security just like TikTok. So an outright ban always remains a possibility. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anoop Samwal, edited by Roshni Nair, produced by me, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. 
You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.